Welcome to Libre Lounge, a podcast about free software, free culture, and all the other interesting aspects of user freedom. With Christopher Lemmer Weber and Serge Broklowski. Hi, everyone. For those of you who are new, I'm Serge Broklowski and I use he, him pronouns. I've been gone a long time, uh, nearly three months, but it's great to be back on the air, even if it's without my co-host and friend, Chris Weber. Uh, since our last show, we had Rebooting Web of Trust and ActivityPubConf, and since then, uh, we've both been diving into our work. Uh, Chris has gone to the proverbial hut on top of the mountain, but I'm back with all the stuff you love from Libra Lounge, including... Uh, Deep technical dives, interviews with people involved with the user, with the user freedom movement or the free culture space or just geeking out on various topics. Um, it's been quite a while since our last show. It's been a long break. Um, and I haven't had time to prepare a real full show, but I thought it was important just to put something out. Um, just last night, I found out about the passing of a friend of mine, uh, Greg Schnitzer, and I wanted to share some thoughts about Greg uh, with you all, and also about how Greg uh, can inspire all of us in the free software and free culture movements to, to be better people. Greg started out as a, a co-worker and a colleague of mine, but... Uh, Toward the end of our friendship, he was a really good friend, and um, we kind of lost touch over the last few years. In fact, I found out that he died just over two years ago. But even though it's been a long time, his death had a huge impact on me. Um, Greg was really passionate about Star Trek. And one day I read an article on the news site Slashdot, about a bunch of Star Trek fans who created their own uh, internet-based TV show based on Star Trek, and it was called Star Trek New Voyages. So I sent Greg the, the article, and just a few months later, Greg was involved with the show. He became their head of props, and eventually he became an executive producer on that internet show. For those of you who, who don't know, uh, Star Trek New Voyages was a show, was a show entirely created by Star Trek fans. It was a, a fan creation. Um, and it centered around the original Star Trek Enterprise with uh, James C. Kirk and Spock and, um, it just replaced the original actors with new actors and an entirely reconstructed set built, um, believe it or not, in a barn by its producer and star, James Cawley. Um, James, who is a full-time Elvis impersonator, uh, owns a barn in upstate New York, and uh, he built an entire replica of the Enterprise interior in that barn. Um, he bought original props, he found the original suppliers and material, he bought original uniforms, and he also sewed his own new uniforms. And uh, Greg came on, I think, between episodes two and three of the show. But the show did really amazing things. It uh, eventually caught the attention of 
original Star Trek people, uh, David Jared, uh, Dorothy DC Fontana, who, um, actually just passed away, I believe, a few days ago, uh, as of the time of this recording. Um, George Takei, who played, um, Sulu, Walter Koenig, who played, uh, sorry, Koenig, who played, um, Chekhov, uh, Denise Crosby, who was on Star Trek The Next Generation, and others, um, who were involved in Star Trek. You know, I'm, I'm into Star Trek, but Greg, you know, kind of took it to a new level for me. Uh, he, he didn't just watch Star Trek. He studied it, and in his role as prop director, he created an inventory of every prop on every episode of Star Trek, the original series, uh, including uh, what prop, what episode, what time index, and he could cross-index when a prop was uh, on different episodes or even when the same idea would be displayed with a different prop. So, you know, maybe this, maybe... Uh, Kirk has a water jug in one episode, and he's supposed to have the same one, but actually, uh, Greg would do the work of, of figuring out exactly how tall that water jug was, and he would say, ah, you think it's the same one, but actually, based on, uh, this reference point, we can see that it's a, a different jug than it was. Um, he took that level of passion to his work, and, and it was really inspiring. Um, Greg also embodied the ideas of Star Trek, of inclusiveness and community. Greg was a nurse by training. He, he really didn't just enjoy, but, um, he, he fed on helping others. And he, all the time I knew him, he was always helping others. And he helped me. Um, the job that we were in was a really hard time in my life. I was really alone in that job. I was alone in my in my life in many ways. And Greg helped me not feel so alone. He embodied kindness and understanding, community building, and leadership, and collaboration in his work. And, and that was... You know, in art, but also in some ways uh, in science by promoting, you know, the Star Trek values. And the Star Trek values, you know, they're very similar to the values that we have in the user freedom community and the free culture community. And this has been a really tough year for free software from free culture. Um, there's been a lot of contention around individuals and leadership changes. It, it has been emotionally difficult for a lot of us um, in the community this year. And uh, we get caught up, I think, in discussions about licenses and what solution is technically superior or figuring out if someone is, you know, are they, uh, are they on the inside or on the outside? And instead of trying to bring people in, we, I feel like we push a lot of people out and these really aren't in line with our values um, of trying to create not just a collection, but a community, almost like a family. And these aren't the values of, of either the Star Trek or the user freedom community, in my, in my view. And Greg really also showed me you know, just the power of volunteers and what can be done. 
it's it's hard to imagine, but back in 2003, 2004, it really didn't seem possible to make a full television show um, done entirely with by volunteers. You know, it, it cost hundreds of thousands of dollars even to make a cheap TV show. And without any kind of commercial gain, you know, I didn't, you know, a lot of people didn't think it was possible. Um, I was skeptical myself, um, but Greg and the New Voyages team did it. You know, they only made a few episodes, but they showed, you know, what can be done through hard work and volunteering and putting your, your time and sometimes your money into a, into a project that you care about. And when they did that, they didn't just make a shell of Star Trek. They made real Star Trek, and they pushed its limits, um, including showing the first openly gay romantic scene in Star Trek. Um, this is years before Paramount had the courage to have a character come out. Uh, New Void just did it first. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm going to miss my friend, but I'm also going to do what I can to live the best life as that I can, inspired by friends like him, you know, people that are full of passion and wonder and, and kindness. I know that not everyone in this in the audience loves Star Trek um, or gets why those of us like it so much or have such a uh, dedication to that show. If you're one of those people, I I suggest watching the documentary For the Love of Spock. It was created by Adam Nimoy. He's the son of Leonard Nimoy, who played the character Spock in the original series. And he, he really tried to understand why people were so passionate about this show. What, you know, what drove people to have such a dedication and a community around it. And I, I think he captured it pretty well. Um, I also think that the, the documentary Trekkies, which is a little more humorous, uh, shows kind of an extreme side of the fandom, but also shows the community and people who are openly willing to be dorky and inclusive. And I wish we had more of that in our community too. So with that, um, I think I'll sign off. No, this was a really short episode. But uh, I'll have a, a new episode soon. That'll be more of our standard fare. And Chris will be back in 2020. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to have a couple of, at least one other episode out, out by the end of the year. And hopefully Chris will be back real soon. Um, I know this was kind of a sadder episode, but I hope it was inspiring also in some ways. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And I'll see you soon. You've been listening to Libre Lounge. You can find and subscribe to us at LibreLounge.org. This podcast is released under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 International License. Our theme music is Bossa Nova by Joff, which is waved into the public domain under CC0 and which you can find on OpenGameArt.org. If you'd like to support Chris Weber's work on this and other user freedom projects, you can donate at patreon.com forward slash c-w-e-b-b-e-r thanks for listening see you next time